Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. I'm talking energy metals as I am getting an update from District Metals, traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol DMX, on the OTCQB under the symbol DMXCF, and on the Frankfurt Exchange under the symbol DFPP. Chatting with the President and CEO, Garrett Ainsworth. Now, Garrett, a few news releases for us to get to, one being the closing of a bot deal private placement for $4.5 million that was upsized, as well as a joint technical committee being formed between District Metals and Boliden for the exploration at the Tom Tebow and Stolberry projects in Sweden. Garrett, let's start off with the financing. The company closed $4.5 million on February 1st. I heard that there were some well-known investors that participated in this financing. Who can you share with us that we would know that is now a shareholder of District Metals? Yeah, great, great to be on with you, Corey. Yeah, it, it was supposed to be a small financing that was to start off to give a, a good position to Satchem Cove, which is a large U.S. uranium fund. Uh, and then it it kind of grew from there. We had demand of over $8 million for the financing, but we, we tried to keep it as low as possible. So we capped it at four and a half. We also had MM cap come back in. They, they have over 10% of, of district metals around probably around 11%. Also Broma capital came back in. So that's uh, Harry Lundin extra capital. They're, they're a, a fund out of New York. Well, and then also mentioned there's some some very very well known um, industry people that also took large positions, but I, I can't can't speak to their name right now. But uh, they'd be very well known to pretty much everyone. So I mean, it was largely the financing was taken by institutional funds, and uh, yeah, the support was incredibly good and positive for the company. Now, Garrett, with this cash injection, then what are your plans? Do you increase the budget? What do you do with this money that the company now has? So part of the reason for the financing was to bring in uh, Satchin Cove because they're they're an excellent uh, investor to have on your registry. Um, and then also to top up some of the other funds I, I was mentioning. So we didn't actually we don't actually need the money to increase, you know, exploration or anything like that, because obviously we have uh, Boliden funding our Tom Boat and Stolberry properties that uh, Stolberry belongs to Boliden. So, I, I mean, we'll, well, obviously we've increased the marketing investor relations uh, approach for 2024. Uh, I'll be going to a lot of uh, conferences this year and, and just getting the awareness and keeping people updated about the the status of the uranium moratorium in Sweden. Obviously, that will be a huge inflection point for district metals when, if that moratorium gets lifted, and it looks like it's there's a good chance that'll happen this year. But um, you know, making sure everyone knows that it's coming and, and the timing about it will will be very important. But it so when that moratorium gets gets lifted, it, it'll also now that we've got you know about six million in cash, we can hit the ground running. So as soon as uh, as soon as we have line of sight on the moratorium getting lifted, we can you know I can start uh, executing on contracts to do airborne radiometric magnetic surveys, start booking drill contractors. And we're just going to go really hard at exploration in Sweden for, for uranium. 
I guess let's talk about the moratorium then. In Sweden, you've been my go-to to provide me some updates on any progress here. What can you tell me? What have you heard recently? Yeah, again, I know way too much about Swedish politics. Yeah, the latest article that, that came out on the moratorium was on January 29th. It featured a member of parliament, Mats Green, who is part of the, the coalition, so the majority party. And they were quoted as saying that they're looking to put out an official statement on a proposition to lift the uranium ban within the coming weeks. Now, that was just over three weeks ago. So obviously, you know, we're and we haven't heard anything. It's gone radio silent. But I mean, the politicians are definitely on their own time schedule. But the messaging that we're waiting for hopefully will come within weeks. There's no guarantees that it will. But it seems to be very consistent where they the government puts out these media pushes where they're they're telling everyone that they want to lift the moratorium and, and getting the public ready. And then they go radio silent for a period of time. And so we're in that radio silent period. And, you know, all it's going to take is one official statement from the Swedish government. And uh, things could get very exciting. You know, one of the public affairs company uh, consultants that we talked to, gave guidance that, you know, optimistically, it could happen officially as early as late spring of this year, or it could be, you know, late, uh, late autumn. Not a lot happens uh, in July and August in Sweden. Uh, most Swedes take uh, pretty, pretty long holidays. So as you said, you're going to be ready to go when or if this moratorium is lifted. Do you need any permits? Do you need anything else to fall into place before, let's say, you get on the ground after the moratorium is lifted? Yeah, there, I mean, there'll be the, the normal work plan applications um, for, for drilling. And, and those take, you know, between four, four to six weeks uh, to, get a, to get a drilling permit in, in Sweden. Uh, at least that's been our experience uh, at Tom Tebow and, and uh, our other project in the Bergslagen. But I mean, we don't need permits to start airborne geophysical work or to go on the ground and, and prospect and, and boulder sample, outcrop sample, that kind of stuff. So that, that kind of work can start immediately as soon as we, we have line of sight on, on this moratorium uh, and when it could be lifted. All right, let's also talk about the other recent news. February 20th, the announcement that District Meadows and Baleen formed the Joint Technical Committee and approved the 2024 exploration budget at Tom Tebow and Stolberry Projects. Exploration budget of $2 million here to be spent between the two assets. What's going to happen at each? Yeah, so I've been waiting uh, almost two years to get the drill rig back to Tom Tebow. Uh, it's really exciting. Uh, Hein and I are, are really, you know, looking forward to see what the, what we come up with, uh, in this drill program. It's, uh, it's funded by Boleyn, uh, district metals. We, we are the operator. We'll be drilling about 2,250 meters within six to eight holes. Three of those holes will be, uh, at the Steffenberg zone, which is, you know, some of our last or one of our last drill holes there, hole 38 from 2022, hit 25 and a half meters of 8.2% zinc equivalent. And it included a just on the outside of the massive sulfides, a really high grade interval of 0 0.4 meters of 384 grams per ton gold and about 855 grams per ton silver. That's wide open at depth. So we've got three 
aggressive step outs from from that hole 38 uh, about 100 meter step outs down dip and um and kind of down dip and and somewhat laterally of that and uh the really cool part about um this drill program is we have access to Boliden's proprietary downhole electromagnetic survey, which um, was developed, you know, largely around some of the exploration that they did in discovering new uh, deposits at the Garpenberg mine or the Garpenberry mine. So it uh, the, the key thing is that it's able to pick up extremely low levels of conductivity which is exactly what these targets are because there's a lot of zinc, which means there's a lot of sphalerite. Sphalerite is not conductive, but the galena and some of the other sulfides, galena is like the lead sulfide, are um, conductive. So they will um, they will show up as a very weak conductor. Um, and this system that Boliden has perfected is uh, very good at picking up these weak conductors. So drilling underneath Steffenbergs, they hopefully will be able to to see some some very weak conductors that will um, you, you know pick up pick up good drill targets going going forward. Along with hitting, hopefully we can hit some significant um, mineralization in those holes as well. Uh, the remaining drill holes being you know three three to five will be stepping out to the east and west of uh, the historic Tomtebo mine and we'll be targeting the the VMS volcanic mass of sulfide mineralized horizon um, as which has been inferred from from mapping and, and from geophysics and so they're more uh, exploratory in in nature uh, they're not going to be as deep we just need to really pinpoint this contact which is really two different uh, two different rhyolite sequences and that's uh that's the sweet spot where where the massive sulfides are hiding out in uh, the steffenberg zone and other parts of the tongtebo mine so this is just the start of this uh, jv that will be formed if Boliden earns up to their 85 percent interest they need to spend 10 million dollars by the end of October 2027. This deal was signed at the end of October last year, so that four-year period. Because it's so early on here, what should we expect? Or, or what's the best case in terms of progress for this exploration that's ongoing here that does actually sound fairly early stage when you consider Belidens just getting on the ground? Yes, and I mean, one of the great things about being partnered with Boliden is not only do they bring a, a heap of technical expertise, they also have, they're very patient and they know that, you know, making these discoveries, it's, uh, it's not an overnight success. There's, you know, a lot of misses involved. You got to take a lot of risks, a lot of big, big step outs and they have the right people to support us and the right technology. Um, and obviously being funded in a, in a base metal market that's not, uh, not being super friendly over the last few years is, is, is very, very helpful. So we're able to take bigger risks with Boliden on the exploration side, given that they, um, they're, they're doing the funding. And I should also mention, you know, the combination of Boliden's technical team with district's tech technical team, team is, is, is one of the best I've ever come across for, um, for any commodity. I mean, it's, we've got Heinrat and Rodney Allen on the, on the district side who used to work for Boliden, 
those two gentlemen, they know these rocks inside out. They've, they've seen a lot of different uh, deposits and, and, and mines in the Bergslagen and elsewhere in, in Sweden. So it, it really is a, a dream team. And, you know, even our, our we've hired um, uh, two geologists to assist with the drilling at Tomtebo. And they are both PhD geologists. And so, I mean, that really speaks to where the market is at right now. Um, where we're able to get two very, very smart um, PhD geologists to to work on our Tomtebo project. So um, everything's, you know, set up for success here. And now we, um, you know, hopefully there's a, a component of, of good luck and, um, you know, we'll execute uh, very well here because we brought on a new drill contractor uh, called Norse Drilling. And um, they're kind of new to the scene in Scandinavia, but they've brought together a really good group of drillers and and that's a very important component of of any successful um, you know project or drill program is a drill contractor that can uh, execute uh you know on time and on budget all right well good i think that takes us through everything i'll post a link to the district metals website if any of you have any follow-up questions please either email those to me i'll get garrett to address those and Follow up as some more news comes out. Garrett, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, Thank you, Corey. Have a great one.